Welcome to the Music, Money, and Life podcast. This podcast is brought to you by HowToLicenseYourMusic.com. If you want to learn how to make money writing music for TV, films, and ads, visit HowToLicenseYourMusic.com today for a free video series all about how to write music specifically for use in TV shows, films, and commercials. Music, Money, and Life is the podcast that brings together the best minds in music licensing, music publishing, music marketing, and more together in one place. Learn how to license your music and market your music. Learn the latest cutting-edge techniques for getting your music heard and making money from your music. Learn directly from the musicians and industry insiders on the front lines of the music business. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review in iTunes. Every positive review helps us rise up the ranks in iTunes, gain more subscribers, and attract more and more great guests. And now, without further ado, here's today's podcast. And I, I just... I constantly keep my attention on the good. I, I know, I mean, no one, I'm, I'm not enlightened, obviously, but like, I don't know if I've had to put a number on it, 90%, 95. Like I just always go back. I always kind of retract to like the good and just being happy. And it's just easy to not to, to focus on like what's not good, you know? So yeah, I'm not going to buy into it, man. I'm yeah. going to keep smiling and hanging out. Yeah, no, for sure. I think you, you have to focus on the positive. I, I think, do you think it's maybe a, a part of human nature? This can be part of the podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we, we, can ju- we, can just st- we can just start recording. We don't have to do like a 10-minute yeah. prelude. Let's do it. Let's uh, so this, this is part of the podcast. This is the Music, Money, and Life podcast. Mr. Eddie Gray is my guest today. Composer, life coach, philosopher, musician. Um poet poet but what do you think it is eddie do you think it's something about do you think it's part of human nature that maybe part of it is just um a survival mechanism like like we're, we're wired to deal with a lot of negative stuff so we have to be aware of it but obviously it it, it doesn't serve you if you're constantly only focused on on the negative yeah, I've, I've been on this journey for a long time, man, and I've always sought out, you know, books, teachers, mentors, coaches, all manner of therapy, healing. And to be honest, I think it's one of the reasons I've been able to move forward with my career because I don't just focus on the music, you know? Yeah. Uh, I focus on all aspects of the business. I focus on my, my psychological state of mind, my emotional state of mind, my physical. So it's like all of this stuff together. But to answer your question... I was listening to the Joe Rogan po- podcast yesterday and I, he was talking about, um, he, he had a sleep expert on this week and he was talking about how like when you sleep in a hotel or somewhere that's not home, that half of your brain is actually not asleep due to a defense mechanism that we developed biologically for, you know, thousands upon thousands and thousands of years. So yeah, I just think that um, life leans in the negative. I think that the, um, like the energy of life but depending on where you live as well, kind of, it just has that, that natural proclivity where it just like leans on bad stuff, you know, the news and all that stuff. So I, I just, I just choose to, to not live that way. I think people sometimes will bash me like, Oh, how do you keep up with current events? It's like, well, quite frankly, I just don't care. You know, a lot of it's just made up anyway. So, but yeah, I do think that the, the, the world by its very nature just has this kind of chaotic uh, primordial, just you know, energy to it. Yeah, and yeah. I feel I feel like maybe these days it's sort of amplified too with with yeah. social media and the internet. You, you everything is more sort of in your face. So maybe you have to be more. I feel like you have to be more deliberate 
about what information you you choose to take in. Yeah, there was an old saying. What was it? Um, that uh, something like modern man will get to a point where just moderate, like moderate stimulation will no longer affect him. You know, so what used to be exciting and tantalizing, you know, in the '80s or whatever, just doesn't even mean anything anymore. So now it's like we got to raise the stakes. How much more gruesome can we get? You know, how much more violent and insane can we make our, our, our television programming or movies or what have you? So, yeah, it's a different time. It's a different time for sure. Do you, uh, do you have any sort of spiritual practice? Do you meditate or do affirmations or, or anything along those lines? Uh, so, yeah, man, I kind of have a weird story. I grew up, you know, you kind of know a little bit about my life. Like I grew up with parents who were young and they used to party. Right. So I knew right away those are not the people that I need to ask for information because I could clearly see that they were not, you know, uh, in the right. So I started seeking out books at an early age, man. Uh, I mean, in some ways, I'm convinced that I was probably a monk if such a thing exists, you know, like if, if past lives exist if, and if all of that is, is even possible. And the only reason I say this is because I started meditating when I was like 11, 12. And that's not a normal thing, especially, especially for a Mexican, Hispanic person, Latin person to, to you know, come upon. It's not part of the ingrained in the culture as of, as of now, or at least in that previous generation. So, yeah, man, I started studying Hinduism when I was like 11, you know, Buddhism, Zen, because I didn't have the information. So I always saw it outwards. Well, when I was about maybe 13 or 14, I got really high, like extraordinarily high. Right. Of course, there was no supervision. So he was doing whatever I wanted. And then I went into my room. I locked myself in, closed the door. And I remember I sat on my bed. And like something came over me, something happened to me, man. And I like to call it like divine right or divine touch, just like just made an impact on me. And I'll I'll never forget that moment because I felt like I was awakened. And so I've been seeking out that same experience ever since, you know, by means of uh, ceremonial traditions, plant medicines, you know, everything. I mean, I, I pretty much will try anything one time so I can have a, you know, a sense of what it is. Um, I'm open to life. I don't pretend like I know anything or, or anything um, or, or, you know, anything that may, may be like important for you, but I know what's good for me and that works for me and, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, man, I, um, I don't practice as much as I used to, as far as meditation goes. I used to sit for like three, four hours, five hours when I was, uh, when I was a bit younger. Now I'm just in the music, you know, cause I'm living my dream yeah. and I love it. I, I don't really want to do much else. I got to be honest. Besides, like, yeah. just sit outside for a second, play with my daughter. You know, my daughter now is in uh, in kindergarten. What a blessing. Um, besides just those basic things, I just kind of want to head back and keep working. I've been playing piano. We have a piano here. So it's been nice, man. I wake up, play piano. And so I'm kind of meditating in the moment. You know, I believe meditation can be, like, right now. Like, you and I could be having a moment. As long as it's like it's reciprocal and we're giving each other life and we're coming from the right place, right intentions, you know. And so in other words, you don't have to sit in a corner, you know, with a mudra uh, and a lot 30 minutes. Now, if that helps you, that's fantastic. And I, and I do recommend it for some people, especially those who are very busy minded. But at this point in the game, I feel like I have a good amount of control over my monkey mind, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm centered enough and I, I can just enjoy like 
the the fruitful moment, if you will. Yeah, and I would imagine for you at this point, music is sort of a meditative practice, right? If you're sp- like as much time as you spend making music, and in the studio, I would imagine there's so- sort of a zone that you're able to get to in your music through music that that is somewhat meditative. I mean, dude, I've been Aaron. I wish I could show you my life and you know more than most people, but like I've been dreaming about this since I was a little, little, you know, eight years old, man. So when it happens, it's hard to be like, okay, now let me just get away from it and let me go, you know, watch a sports game or let me go hang out with the guys. It's just hard for, for guys like me, you know, cause it's, I just, I need it. You know, I, I, I don't know how else to say. I've been dreaming about it for so long. I was in personal training for probably, it feels like 10 years could have been nine could have been 11. I don't remember. I was in sales for a couple of years. Like, dude, the last thing I want to do is anything else. You know, I, I've already climbed several mountains. I've lived lifetimes. It's like, I just want to do that. And so I'm happy, man. I'm happy with that. You know, I love coaching. I love talking to people. There's another pastor of mine. I discovered that um, when I was doing born this way season two, cause I was in my wife's closet, you know, and uh, have, I sh- have I shown you a, a picture of, oh, wait, you were there. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The studio you had in, <laughs> in the closet. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, my point is, is like, I remember we, we did, um, I'm sorry, season three. Uh, we did 130 songs, 36 songs. And I discovered, actually, I, lo- I love music, but I don't love being alone all the time. Right? I love being alone, just not all the time. All the so time. what's that ratio? I don't know, 20%, you know, like talking to you, you know, you're one of my favorite people in the world. So I want to make the time to keep connecting. I also want to spread my testimony. You know, I do want to spread hope. I wish somebody had stepped up. Um, You know, when I was coming up, I felt very alone. I always talk about this and luckily I found you. I thought this guy's doing stuff. You know, he says he can help and you did. And so that's why I keep doing this because there's, there's other people out there, other stories, other families and, you know, we want to make an impact. So we have to kind of keep this train going. And now we have the Eddie Gray Mastermind every Saturday, Pacific Standard Time, brought to you by com. And that's great. You know, we've got over 23 members. And my goal there is to basically encourage others, create a home, save space. Um, this week we're featuring a new composer. So you get to feature your music. You can also, if you want to, you can choose to collaborate. I just, this is something I wish I had when I first started, you know, and sometimes when you don't have it yourself, you got to create it, you got to make it happen. And also it just, it's, it just, it's naturally happened. You know, some of the composers there are starting to, uh, to, uh, their stars are starting to rise. Like, uh, there's a guy named Chris Chrisman. I think you know him. Uh, we're doing an yeah. album together. Uh, a guy named Jacques Franco. Do you know Jacques story? I know of him through the member site. I know who he is. I don't know his exact story. Well, I made a video. It's got, I don't know, 200 views now on YouTube or something. Dude, his story is incredible. He's visually impaired. Okay. And he's a ridiculous musician, like just next level. And he writes music and logic. And so when I heard you know, of who he was and, and the quality of the music is good, by the way. It's not just like, oh yeah, he's making, you know, music, whatever. So I decided to talk to him and, and he started coming on the mastermind. He was being very consistent. Now we're doing music together. So I'm very happy for him. He started to make some money. And um, I'm just trying to see like, what other pockets can I fill? Like, where else can I serve? 
how else can I grow, you know, because I grow as a result of it too, you know, for sure. So it's fun, man. I'm having a good time. Awesome. So I should mention for people that are listening to this podcast that are not familiar with Eddie, the mastermind that he's referring to is something that is available to our premium members. So if you go to htlympremium.com, you can get all that information. We offer, Eddie offers weekly mastermind sessions. We do monthly webinars, daily licensing leads, um, dozens of in-depth courses. So all information related to licensing and marketing music. Yeah, and it, it's that same system that helped me get to where I am now. You know, just landed a big documentary, and it's just, you know, what blows me away the most, man, is that it's possible. Okay, I don't even care about the gig. I mean, you know, it's it's great. I'm, I love it. I'm happy. I keep working on new material. You know, we're doing like it's very kind of like dark music for this time around, which I like. Um, but the fact that the that the the the, the possibility exists. You know, like, oh, man, that just blows me away. And it's like, okay, well, what else is possible for me, for you, for others, for our community? Like, what else could happen? And that's what keeps me going, right? That's what keeps me sharing. I don't like sharing on social media. I got to be honest. I'm not a social media guy, you know, but yeah, I do it for that possibility that can germinate and grow over time. So that's why I do it. Um, I've, my, my word has been to post every day, every other day, I've done horrible at it, especially when I start writing music, because then I just lose complete interest, you know, I'm like, I don't care about this, so hopefully at some point I can get some help and get somebody to help me with all this stuff, but yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, yesterday I interviewed a, uh, a phenomenal blues guitarist, this guy named- I saw that. Yeah, Josh Smith, awesome uh, guitar player, you guys should check that podcast out and check his music out as well. But it was interesting because it, it had been a while since I interviewed sort of someone from from that world the world of playing live music as opposed to licensing music he was very he said he's a little bit familiar with licensing but doesn't really get into that world at all so it's interesting how within the music business there's these different sort of niches within the music business that, that are that are really separate but but we were talking about social media and just what a strange time it is to be a musician <laughs> and it got me thinking like if if Hendrix was alive today, would, would he would would he have an Instagram account? Would Dylan be posting on Facebook? Does Dylan post on Facebook? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's, you're it's, amazing! It's, it's so bizarre how how things have changed. But <laughs> would he would Hendrix he, have an Instagram, right? Like, do you ever think about that? Like the great. There's no of, way. There's no way Hendrix would have an Instagram, dude. He was so would funny. Hendrix be posting selfies at Woodstock if that was a thing? No. No. He wouldn't, right? But, but you know, I always like the philosophy that social media hasn't created new behaviors. It's merely just brought up, like, who we already are, which is, you know, to some degree narcissistic, to some degree, like, you know, attention seekers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, everybody wants to be acknowledged. Everybody wants to be re respected. But at the core of that kind of, I don't know, wayward decision-making, at the core of that whole thing is everybody wants to be loved. Yeah. and respected you know sure you want respect i want respect like and so yeah i, I get it um it's just it is kind of strange though isn't it yeah no no strange times for sure did you you started doing live shows right like back in the day oh oh you mean the the, the origins yeah man i wanted to you know my my first aspiration was to be a singer songwriter i saw myself playing in front of you know crowds 
and I did, I did well. It was a, it was a good ride. Um, definitely exceeded my own expectations as far as what I thought I was capable of. Remember, I was an introvert. And when I say an introvert, I mean like very quiet, could barely speak, you know, all this stuff I've developed over time. I had to create this person in order to like better serve people. Yeah. But, but at my nature, man, I'm happy just being quiet, being alone. That fills me up. Like that's the best. But uh, yeah, playing live is, is a beast. And actually I'm DJing now, uh, which is kind of funny how this whole thing kind of keeps kind of coming around full circle. Um, so after I played piano this morning, I, I uh, was practicing my DJ set because I had a gig last week, and now I've got one in two weeks in, uh, over at Joshua Tree. Um, it's kind of like a private party. So yeah, it's it's like I might as well adapt to the times. I have experience playing live. I I'm, I'm good in front of people, so I figured like, why don't I monetize this gift? I read somewhere that the smartest people in the world they figure out how to monetize their gifts. So like. Let's say you know how to cook really well, or let's say you give good massages or something. I don't know. It's like you might as well get that and, and work it and, and, and make it work for you. And, and let's say you're on the path to being a musician or, or you want to get your degree. You can use the money that you make from your hands or what have you. You know, I mean, that's what I did. So just figure out how to monetize your gifts. I think it's, it's super important uh, to do that, which, by the way, kind of explain some of the social media a lot of people are making pretty good money out there um yeah doing what they do whether it's like you know painting their nails or being pretty or being jacked up and strong i mean everybody has different gifts so it's the thing about social media i gotta say man that i do like is that like you and i are having a conversation you're in chicago right how's that going by the way how's the uh, the recording going no, it's, it's going great. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I mean, to be honest, maybe a little more work than I, that I had anticipated. It was funny. Like the, the, the first, after like the first night of really digging into the, the project. So the project I'm talking about, by the way, is for, for 20th century Fox through my producer. It's a re-record of the greatest showman uh, soundtrack, six songs for that soundtrack. So I'm doing all the guitar parts. So job, it, it's, it's a lot of work. And after the first night of recording, I, I looked at my, my buddy MJ and I'm like, I don't know if this is, uh, you know, that satisfying. I was, I was a little unsure about it, but by the end of the weekend, I yeah. was so into it. There was something so gratifying about, nice. about getting through the parts, learning them, playing them, perfectly you know as, nice. as, as perfect as i could get them so it's definitely a learning experience so i'm i'm, I'm happy to be doing it but it, it is a lot of work see but that's what i'm talking about you had the option of going down that negative oh everything's hard exactly exactly and then you just i don't know what happened in your brain or but you flip the switch uh you and because mike's mike's helping you out right yeah yeah he's doing yeah. all the engineering so so yeah. this is a team collaborative process of but yeah, that's like those moments are really interesting to me. I'm fascinated by them. I'm I'm really really fascinated by what makes success. Like how what makes the difference? How come some people get there and some people don't? And it's obviously an ongoing conversation. But you know that moment right there to me, that's what defines success. You know, yeah. you just decided. Well, you know exactly. And this is something I talked to to Josh Smith about yesterday. The guitar player. Yeah. He's been doing this 26 years. Wow. He's 39 years old. 
And I had a, it was a really interesting conversation because he's phenomenal and he has a, a legitimate following. I mean, he's friends with Joe Bonamassa. He's, he's toured with BB King. Like this guy is known and respected in the industry. But I asked him, I'm like, do you, are you making money touring? He's like, no, he's like, he's like more or less at this point I'm breaking even. So we kind of, we kind of got into the topic of like, how do you stay motivated after that long in the game? Now, I, I should be clear. He makes a living as a musician. He does clinics. He teaches. He produces. He makes right. a, living, a living. I'm assuming he does pretty well for, for himself. But he said something along the lines of, at a certain point, Aaron, you just have to decide. You're either in it or you're not. And, and I think th- that's, that's sort of the, the moment, right, where every step of the way, you could easily just be like, screw this, man. This, this is not what I signed up for. This is not fulfilling. This is not glamorous. You know what I mean? But I want to, I want to play guitar and I want to play music. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to plow through those moments. See that right there is, is a gem that, you know, people listening should really grab hold of just that, that the, the way you made that decision and how you broke it down to that least common denominator. I was talking to a, a writer God bless this guy. He's a mega talent. Um, I won't say who he is, but, um, but his mindset, you know, it's just, it always kind of goes back. And so sometimes when I need really kind of dark, crazy, crazy music, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to this guy. But um, he was kind of complaining like, well, we don't have enough references and they're saying this, but they're saying that. And he just kind of went on on this text message. And I said, dude, I didn't create this industry. I merely entered into it, you know? And so, yeah, a lot of these gigs, you know, I just got this big documentary, man, and they hire you to figure it out, you know? They hire you to sort out the issues, and um, I could ask more questions. I do, I diligently ask the questions I need to, but when I see that there's no direct answer, it means they don't fucking know. Excuse my French, right? So if they don't know, then that's why you're there, dude. Yeah. So solve their problems. Figure it out, yeah. Yeah, and you make yourself more valuable in the process and you gain experience that you can, you know, move forward with to, you know, for the next projects. Yeah, and it's, yeah, you know, of course, the hours are not, like yesterday, I did two sessions, right? And right now I'm going back, so I'll hit another couple hours. But my point is, is like, that's part of the gig. You signed up for it. Nobody made you do this, right? This was a, a choice that you made. You could, you could have still gone to school you could have you know chosen another vocation this is part of this industry you know and man showing up is is half the battle it's true but showing up with the right mindset right and showing up with the right tools and the right preparation is the other part of it's not just hey guys i'm here right it's hey guys i'm here i'm ready to work i'm on your team right we're gonna do this that's the mentality you have to have i'm so convinced aaron man that I'm getting hired because of my mindset. I honestly believe that. I know it's like, I would love to sit here and be like, hey man, I'm the greatest in the world at the world. And, and, and trust me, I, I, I practice, right? I, was, I, I practice piano. I'm on the DAW, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours a day, depending on the day. So I get my reps and don't get me wrong, but what keeps me here and what keeps the gigs going and what keeps this thing elevating is the mindset i truly believe it and i'm going to keep preaching it until people start listening (laughs) yeah and and plus you have to consider the alternative i mean i don't know about you but the only moments in life where 
where I feel myself getting a little depressed or down. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when, I, when I really reflect, honestly, it's moments when I'm not doing anything, right? It's, 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 it's period, no, for, for real. Like there's periods of my life and, you know, I have this internet business and there's been, been times where, you know, I've worked less than other times. And, and, and during those periods where I'm, I'm not productive, like it's real easy to start to fall into sort of negative thinking mm. and it's just not healthy. Like when I feel, when I'm stagnating, those to me are the least satisfying moments. I would rather work hard on something even if it's not glamorous work, but I'm doing something, you know what I mean? And I'm doing something important to me. Um, so I just, I look at it that way. You know, I would rather do this than, uh, than just sit around and, and ruminate. I couldn't agree with you more. I finished the uh, Comedy Central project. Shout out to Dre Phantom, who landed the main title on that. He's part of our community. Um, and as soon as I was done, I looked at kind of the cue, you know, what's, what's up next. And I realized that I didn't have anything, you know, besides just some session work and various, you know, logic, you know, webinars, seminars, uh, I had nothing left. So it was like, let's get back to work. I literally just replicated the process that I created or that you, you created. And I merely just followed when we first met, get the leads, contact the leads, get the briefs, compose, do the metadata, pitch the music and repeat. And it's, so it's funny. I went, think of all the stuff I've done, right? I just won an award, yada, yada. I went back to the beginning and I did the, all the essentials that, that, that got me here. You yeah. know, I'm trying to preach so that people get it, that it's just a system that must be followed. And, um, and we'll see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. I'm doing my best to kind of create a group and start to create like a mindset, weekly reminders, right? Let's get back in the game, get your mind right, get your heart right. Um, and then just go back to the principles. You know, what are the principles? Do, do you have leads? No. Where do you get leads? And I'm not saying they have to come to us, right? I would love it if, if they do, right? We, we, we want people's business. We do our best to create value, Gary, you and I. But uh, regardless do you have the leads, right? And then after that, are you reaching out? Because you can have the leads. You don't reach out. What are you doing, right? Yeah. No girl's going to go out with you. No guy's going to go out with you. If you don't go ask for their name, ask for their email, ask for their number, if that's still a thing, um, you know, but something has to happen. So anyway, you got to get back to that system, you know, get back to the basics. I had one experience where, where a girl gave me her number, Woo! but, but nice. one, one experience in, you know, 45 awesome. years. So that's, it, that's it does that's happen. Serious game, man. That's some serious game. Yeah, just right place, right place at the at the right time. Nice. But yeah, the other thing I wanted to to say. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you need a system. There's always something to do, right? It, it's always a matter of figuring out what is the next right move. Yep. You know what I mean? I, and I think the music industry is so different in the sense that, you know, there's no one is going to tell you what to do. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, you have to be a self-starter. You have to be motivated. You have to really want it. But the other thing that I, that I wanted to say, and I, I said this to Gary when we did our podcast recently, and I wanted, wanted to sort of acknowledge you as well, surrounding yourself with the right people, having a team in place is for me at least has been super inspiring. I mean, seeing how much work you put into this, and the mastermind sessions that you do every week that you volunteered to do, by the way. So no, but, but truly seeing that and then seeing all the work that Gary does as well, 
I can't sit, like, I don't feel like I can sit back and, and slack off. You know what I mean? I would be hypocritical if I did that. So it makes me want to sort of up my game, like tr- truly. So that's, that's really important, finding good people. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, not to get too off topic, but sometimes that means taking the day off. I mean, this coming from a guy who hasn't taken a day off in three weeks. Yeah, sure. I mean, merely because of the, the nature of things that have been happening. But if that means you just need a little bit of rest and you need some downtime, you know, that's okay too. You don't have to, you know, work yourself to to, to a pulp, you know. You just, just you got to find that balance of like, how can I – how can I be productive, right? What do I need to do next? And, and it, you know, I think, I don't know about you, but like the most common thing I keep coming by when I, you know, console or talk to people is like, I don't have credits yet. Like, it's like they just need this validation before they can start being somebody. And I'm like, dude, you're going to have to pretend that you're like the best thing ever in order to get to that next level. Like, no yeah. one is just going to offer this to you. You have to literally make it happen, you know? You have to knock on doors after 500 doors. I guarantee you, especially because this guy, you know, he's pretty good. So one door will open. It's just a matter of somebody being in the right mood, right, you know, mindset. And then also, like you said, the right time, you know, like that girl that that's, uh, gave you her number. Was she, uh, did you call her? Uh, we ended up dating for two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. She became my girlfriend. So. Dude. Aaron has got game. I love it. Well, I don't have game. That's, that's, that's why she had to approach me. She had game. Nice. Um, yeah, no, you, and you have, you have to go out and make it happen. And that was another thing that Josh brought up yesterday in our, our podcast is that he considers himself, I mean, his, in his own words, not a super outgoing guy, but he, and he's in LA as well. He moved to LA and he said that like the first year he was there, he went out almost every night, just went out and uh, shook hands and met people and wow. you know doesn't drink he didn't really want to be in bars but you have to go where where people are right where musicians are yeah was he drinking i'm just curious did he did he kind of like no no stuff? no he said he's he's never i don't think i think he said he, he's he's never drank or yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that he he doesn't drink at all so That's yeah you know you've got to overcome these internal internal obstacles yeah, man. I want the best for people. I'm I'm ready to hear that story. I'm ready to hear the um I'm ready to hear the next, you know, the next triumph. I'm 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 excited. People are doing stuff, you know. I'm 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 taking note of who's working and who's being consistent. Uh, there's a lot of people on the mastermind that I'm very, very excited about. So I'm gonna do my best to groom them. And yeah, I would love to have any new members of howlicensedmusic.com to join us and uh yeah. So again, if you're listening to this, this, this has been a, a pretty informal podcast, but if you're interested in working with myself and Eddie, taking Eddie's weekly mastermind sessions, getting daily licensing leads and so on, the, our website is htlympremium.com. It's htlym for how to license your music. So you, you said something a couple minutes ago that I wanted to kind of circle back to because I think yeah. it's also a, a relevant um, topic and it's the topic of work-life balance because we talk a lot on these podcasts and in my blogs we emphasize hard work and putting in the work and putting in the hours but like you said sometimes you need to take a step back and relax as well and I think that's that's important to um, to be aware of how do you what's your sort of personal philosophy on that do you have certain days you take off or how do, yeah or is it when I, you feel like it or 
Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. At this juncture, though, I can't because, right, when the work is there, the work is there. You got to do it. Yeah. Just is what it is. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been about three weeks. But I've, once I hit this deadline on Monday, then I'll be able to maybe take a step back. Here's the way I do it, though. It's a little secret that I learned from a guy named Jocko Willink on YouTube. Mm, yeah, says, I know that guy. Dude, check, check Navy, out his Navy SEAL. Yeah, hardcore, yeah. Yeah. bad MFR. He's intense. He basically says, if you ever want to take a day off, your body's tired, right? You're kind of in a whiny mood, whatever. You tell your body, I'm going to give you a day off, but I'm going to give you a day off tomorrow. And if you still feel tired tomorrow, then I'll give you the day off. So I've been using that, right? Because there's certain days, energy's not, you know, up to par. And um, yeah, I'll just tell myself, hey, you want to do it? We'll do it tomorrow. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep this train going because also I'm in a deadline. I got to hit it. You know, I got, I yeah. got, I got, uh, I have to perform. Performance isn't based on days off, you know. Um, now, it depends on the level of traction. Let's say you have a lot of momentum. You squeeze, like I've done six songs for this, uh, for this deadline I have to hit. I'm going to try and do six more. I mean, we'll see, you know, it depends on the level of momentum and how many songs um, you have going. Like if they ask for 10 and you have 15, you can take a day off, you know. Yeah, I think that's okay. Um, but one secret that I've been using, I'm not answering your question directly, but give me a sec, is because um, I haven't been able to work out as much, you know, just because of the workload, man. Because if I'm not here, I'm there, and I'm mixing something, and I'm producing this. And so um, I'll hit push-ups because I have a standing desk, you know, and I'll hit push-ups in between like a render or in between, you know, something, a bounce. Um and so that's been my, my, my new thing, man. Just like cranking out push-ups all day, you know? And so um, I also just purchased a pull-up bar. It's like a portable one. Not the ones you hang at the door, but like a literal, like, you know, systemic, you know, thing that you can put up. So that's been something else I've been trying to do. Because like, I, I want to be active. I want to exercise. But I can't fathom going like two, taking two or three hours of my day, right? By the time I drive and I got a shower because I don't want to smell like a gorilla or a pig you know and then you got to go back to the studio i'm also around people a lot so i can't really i can't really do that um but to, to answer your question about the day off yeah just as soon as i feel like i don't have to perform and um i just want to watch a documentary just relax take a nap just play piano like nothing nothing serious you know i do a lot of b work on days off you know set up sessions go through my samples delete any old loops that i don't need just basic stuff, you know, nothing, nothing major, but, um, hey, hey dude, a little off topic, but oh, yeah. re related to watching documentaries, like you said, oh, yeah. I, I saw this awesome oh, yeah. documentary on my flight to Chicago. Um, I saw your post. Yeah. Have you seen that? So, so no. it's a documentary called free solo and it, mm. it, it kind of ties in because it's really, um, it's about work ethic and excellence and you know accomplishing things no one has accomplished so so the movie free solo it's a documentary about a free solo rock climber who climbs in yosemite national park this guy climbs a, a mountain known as el Cap capitan and i think it's the, the What's highest his name? his name he's actually been on joe rogan's podcast speaking of of rogan oh. um alex um haunted i'm not sure exactly how you pronounce his last name yeah. Alex Hunnand or something along those lines. But if, but if you Google the movie free solo, it'll come up. It's an amazing uh, documentary. 
Cool. Did you know that I uh, that I free climbed a castle once, and not not what this man did. Just to be clear, you, you free climb? No, no. What was it? I have footage of it. I'll show it to you someday. Yeah. I when I was yeah you know when I was a, a youngin, um, I went to England with a uh, with a client. I was a personal trainer, right? And we we were walking around this uh, this castle called Framlingham Castle. Mm-hmm. Right. We were out just for the day, and man. I remember I stood on one corner of the castle and I was like, I can climb this, you know, like a free climbing. So I was like probably 25 or 24. And that night went to sleep. I had a dream that I did it. Right. And I told her that, Hey, I got to do this. Like, this is very important to me. She's like, do you realize that you can die? And I said, yes, but I have to do it. So anyway, I'll show you that later, man. It's uh, it was a pretty cool. It was a hundred feet. Wow. Yeah. Again, not what this man did at all. It pales in comparison. Yeah. I think, I think he did 30,000 30, feet or something, right? Yeah. I don't know the exact altitude. I mean, it's ridiculous. But it, it's, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's, I mean, obviously you don't try this at, at home so. sort of thing. Yeah. Send me the video. I'd love to check, check it out. Let's yeah. put it up. Let's put it on the How to License Your Music Facebook page. Should we? Why not? Did you know that Eddie Gray in his spare time climbs I, castles? I, I, I never, well, shit, I, will, I would never do that. Now, um, you know, I, at first when I got into music, this is a good topic. This is a good topic. I always never wanted to talk about my personal training thing and my sales job. I, I always kind of felt like I'm going to keep that down because I'm a musician, you know? Mm, yeah. But to be honest, now I feel so integrated because I talk about it consistently and people know that I was a personal trainer. And also I feel like it, like, it makes it real and it gives them hope, like, this guy had a personal training job and now he's doing music yeah you know if i have let's say let's say there's i don't know somebody out there's i don't know working at a company or at an office or something you know it's just like it makes it can translate and it makes sense yeah and it's authentic it's a it's a part of who you are yeah i'm I'm going to uh i'm gonna write myself a note to send you that at some point yeah for sure absolutely um Cool, man. Well, anything else? How's the new studio going? I know you opened a new studio recently. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm very happy. Um, one of the things about having a, um, a daughter is that the house is always a freaking mess, right? And I only have one kid. I know there's people out there that have three, four, five kids. Um, so the thing about the studio that's fantastic is I'm OCD. You know, I like everything very clean. And so it's always the same. Nothing moves, right? It's very clean, very polished. So I love it, man. It's like a haven. It's my man cave. It's cool. Um, it's been it's been nice having my own space. Clients come over, like, whoa, this this is nice. So it's it's cool. It's better than my wife's closet. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's probably some. Yeah, definitely a a step up from your wife's closet. It's probably something probably something nice. I would imagine psychologically about leaving your house and having a dedicated place that that you work. Sure, it's easier I, to focus. I'm grateful, man. I am so grateful on so many levels, man. I, I didn't know all this was going to happen. You know, I just, I just wanted to make a living doing music. I mean, that's all. I just wanted a, a chance. I just wanted a shot. And now all this amazing stuff's happening. And I truly feel that there's more, like the, that there's just more available and more, you know, that's possible. So I'm going to keep going. Um, I'll take off, I'll take a day off at some point, but, um, I do my best to eat right, going back to life balance. You know, like this morning I had basically like a scramble with a banana and sunflower butter, right? It's a very sensible meal. I'll probably skip lunch or just have a lot of water or a protein shake. 
and then just have like a you know nice clean dinner. But staying away from crap, you know, junk food, all manner of you know garbage, um, and because you know it's like if you're not going to exercise, then what do you have control over? Your food. Yeah. Eat clean, man. Eat right. Like it's not that difficult. But I recommend that our clients exercise as, as well. I, I differ do. with if you if you can find the time. I agree. It's just that I'm on a deadline, and so yeah. I I, you got, I you gotta get it's shit hard done. for me. And, and by the way, I'm exercising. Right, I'm doing push-ups all yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you I'm know, just, you also, I get you. I get you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. I do like a walk a day, like a 30, 45 minute walk a oh, day. That that's that's yummy. that's been been my thing lately. So well, you, cool. you, you'll just walk. Across, oh, real quick, last thing. You just walk across Chicago, or when you're back home. Or um. So yeah, when I'm when I'm in Chicago, which is where I am now. Um. So I'm in Lakeview to a great neighborhood really close to the lake. So there's Chicago's great for parks and trails. It's a really well laid out city. So there's there's a yeah, there's a trail that that I hike daily from the apartment where I am to the lake. And it's uh I don't know, maybe like a two mile walk or something like that. Do you, are you more of a like AM exercise guy or like in between the day to break up the monotony? Usually like late afternoon. Yeah. Kind of okay. to, to break up the day. And I, and I used to, I mean, I go to, I tried to go to the gym as well, but I just haven't been doing it as much lately, but I just, I always try to do something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if I'm here, I walk, if I'm in the, the DR, I swim sometime or sometimes I surf even, I just yeah. always try to do something. That's kind of my philosophy is get out and move, do something every day i think it's good for the mind too it, it totally yeah it's all about long life but but on top of that going back to the mind last concept i know we want to wrap here um but if you come at this music licensing game or anything for that matter with that with that peak state right where you're like feeling good and you're feeling confident which exercise you know makes you feel right all the endorphins kick out and so i always tell people like watch where you're coming from when you send out the lead. I'm sorry, when mm. you send out the, uh, the email. Like, mm. pay attention to the state you're coming from when you write the music. Don't yeah. just make the music. Don't do all the right things. Put in the risers, right? Embellish the song with, like, white noise or whatever people are doing. If you're just checking stuff off the box, it's not going to make an impact. Yeah. Well, and see, that's why I asked you at the beginning of the podcast about meditation. Because I find right. so... I've been trying to meditate every day as well. And I, I kind of fluctuate in terms of, of how disciplined I am with it. But I do find, I mean, this is just sort of my own subjective experience that when I do it regularly and I take that time, you know, maybe 30 or so minutes a day to meditate and sort of check in and, and I do affirmation, I just try to get on like a positive sort of wavelength. Right. I know that, you know, it's the best way I know how to explain it. But I do find when I do that, my days go better, thing, things flow more smoothly. And I would even say there's a correlation in terms of, of making more money. But what I struggle with is, is, is keeping that discipline consistent. Because I find yeah. life is just, just the nature of life. It pulls us in so many different directions. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to, to, to take that time. And I just find that, that for me, that's the struggle. It's just staying on a really you know, positive sort of vibe. But that's what makes the difference between the, the winners and everyone else. You think of Kobe Bryant 
right? And I'm just talking about in the game of basketball, of course. Um, over an 82-game stretch, he's consistent the entire uh, season. Whereas some players, they'll score 17 and then two. And then they'll score, you know, 18, 20, 25, and then zero points, right? Yeah. So how can we get to that point where we become more disciplined, the Kobe Bryants, the, you know, Joe Montana's and whoever, right? And so, yeah, it's about being consistent, man. It really is. It's a, uh, can, I, can I share with you my affirmation before we get out of here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I, I say it all the time, all right? Like, cons- like every single day, and I'll say it, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 100, 200, 500 times. And it goes like this. I can succeed. All that is possible to anyone is possible to me. I am successful. I do succeed for I am full of the power of success. And then I'll repeat. I can succeed. All that is possible to anyone is possible to me. I am successful. I do succeed for I am full of the power of success. Now, can you imagine saying that 500 times by the time I get to a meeting the way I freaking feel, man? I'm like just ready to rock and roll. So yeah, yeah, say affirmations, find the ones that work for you too. Like that one I got from uh, the power of concentration, which I talk about that book a lot. Um, But yeah, you got to find, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to create, you know, I'm silly, I'm kind, you know, I'm beautiful, I'm strong, like whatever it is that you're, you're looking to create. But yeah, I do believe, I do believe in the, the, the resonating power of the word, you know, and how it kind of comes over you and, create something so as long as you really believe it right like that's my understanding with with affirmations is that if you have some sort of weird subconscious negativity and you're just throwing affirmations on top of it it might not be as effective right but if you can if you can really own that you know and yeah. that and that i just feel like is it's just it's a, a lifelong process right that, that we're all kind of going through yeah uh it's it's kind of like the, the chicken and the egg like you should say them so you can start believing it. But you're right, though. If the conviction isn't there, if the inner belief isn't there, then it probably won't grow as much as it can. So, you know, this is a whole other thing where you have to work on your belief systems and clearing up the, you know, old belief systems that may not serve you or help you any, anymore. But, uh, but I still think that they're, that they're good just to kind of like water the plant a little bit. Um, yeah, no, for sure. And, and yeah. look, this is a little bit of uh, an esoteric philosophical concept but i feel like it's important i feel like yeah i feel sure. like it's a big piece of of the puzzle you know especially in the music industry because i mean it's just undeniably harder than a lot of other industries it's more challenging in a lot of ways and, and again i know i keep referencing yesterday's podcast but it was so good um that's another thing J- josh brought up that he's like he's like a, a lot of musicians struggle with depression you know because mm. it's it's I wrote a blog about this recently where it's something like 73, this is in Billboard, 73% of musicians report suffering from some form of mental illness. So I th- 73? I, that, according to this article, and, and, that, and look, that, you know, some, that, that could be I occasionally feel depressed. I mean, I don't know where yeah. that line I mean, is I- drawn between legitimate mental illness and just people struggling with life stuff. But right. my point is, I, th- I feel like this is an important part of the conversation, figuring yeah. out how to stay positive and, and, and uh, focused and optimistic. Well, what I want to say is if you're feeling sad out there or if you're feeling a bit down, if you work, if you connect yourself with the right community, 
if you stay consistent over an 82-game stretch, you'll start reaping the benefits. When you start seeing the benefits, believe me, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to have more joy in your life. When you start seeing the money and you start helping people in your life with that money and helping yourself buy more plugins, buy more gear, I guarantee you it's going to change. The winter will not last forever. And I'm here to say that I was in the winter for so many years when I was working my personal training job. I never thought it was going to end, man. I never thought it was going to end. At one point I even said, you know what, if, it, if, if this is how it goes and I'm just going to die this way and uh, then it's fine. But at least I lived life on my terms. And so if you're out there, you're, you're having a bad day, you're not feeling that great. We, we encourage you to keep going. We, we, we want to see you win. That's what we're here for. That's what we do these calls. Become part of our you know, group. Become part of our community. We care about you. I care about you. I want to see you happy. I want to see you grow. I've been there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all the support. Everyone out there that's supported our journeys. And uh, we look forward to, to growing with you guys. Awesome. Well, Eddie, I think this is a good note to, to end on. So again, to reiterate, if you want to find out more about the work Eddie and I do together, go to htlympremium.com. You can get all the information about that resource. Uh, let's also give people your website address, Eddie. What is your, your personal website if people want My, to find out more about you? Yeah, it needs to be updated, but it's eddiegraymusic.com. My Vimeo is probably a better indication of where I am vmail.com slash Eddie Gray music. Um, yeah. Happy to, to be here. Thank you, Aaron, for everything. And let's, let's keep this train going. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was the, the last one again? One more time. Vmail uh, slash Eddie Gray. Eddie, I think it's Eddie Gray music. Eddie okay. G R E Y music. And you can see all the, the different, you know, projects I've worked on. I just posted the endless summer kind of you know real so it's the snapchat cool. thing cool yeah. send me that link and i'll post it below the podcast the snapchat thing um the vmail one i mean really anything that you want me to post yeah, yeah any any sort of relevant links and I'll, I'll um i'll post those below all right i'll send it to you right now eddie thank you so much for doing this man it's fun all right man i will I'll, I'll reach out to you later sounds great have a great day